the Pure Dead Gaming podcast. What is up, Pure Dead Gaming listeners? Welcome to a brand spanking new episode number 29, to be precise. Apologies if you're a subscriber and auto-downloaded last week's episode, only to discover it was the week before. My bad. It's been, and then my bad. Yeah, it's been corrected, so if you didn't listen, please go back and do so. And if you are not subscribed, then why not? It will cost you nothing and we'll ensure that you get alerted when the latest episode drops every Thursday. Fucking do it. In store this week, we have a weekly news roundup, including Netflix making their move into the gaming space, more game delays, shock horror, Last of Us movie discussions, a film which we are, of course, looking forward to seeing, unlike this week's Gaming Movie Club one. More on that later. You know the drill, the episode description includes all the relevant links to our social channels, video content on YouTube and Twitch, and of course the hub of it all, puredeadgaming.com, where we post our reviews and podcast-related content. It's been a hot, hot week so far in sunny Scotland. How are you both coping? Melting. Aye. It's pretty warm. I'm currently converting my trousers into shorts at the moment, just so I can so that I can get a wee bit of respite. It's the Scottish record is 33 degrees Celsius. That's the highest. Is it? Yeah, and I don't think we're far off hitting it again, to be honest. I think you come into my work. What, what have we been, what have we been at lately? Like 27. Wow. I remember a couple of years ago when it was over 30. Mm. 30, man. Yeah. That would be uncomfortable. Who needs really This is uncomfortable. That would be... I know. Like I know a shovel up the arse. Scottish Water sent out like a sort of warning to people today to say only to use water for like essential purposes because mm-hmm. apparently they've had to produce 200 million litres per day during the recent heat wave. Um, I think just because people are filling up their paddling pools. Oh, yeah. and it's all just all wee wankers kind of spraying each other. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're guilty of it as well, to be fair. we had a, we've got wee wankers that were spraying We had a stuff. slip and slide. <laughs> We did, uh, Over the weekend, that was I was desperate for a shot of that, but I would just literally snap in two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't actually think you would slide, that's the issue. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know what we're doing after this podcast. Proving, proving that what adults work? slide. This is for the gigolos and jigglets. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just slide along the grass like an absolute whale. I've got a tip for you. Right. So... On TikTok. Is it to be respectful? No. On TikTok, there was a guy that said, when you're putting your fan on, you should put a bottle of freezing cold water behind it. Right. So that, like, the air it's pulling to then ah, that fan makes sense. will be it's not colder. Just hot air. Uh-huh. Because yeah. basically, yeah. half the time it's just blowing hot air yeah. at you. So it's like yeah. a homemade aircon. Basically, uh-huh. yeah. That makes sense. I'm all about it. That'll be getting tried tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. There was also another article that tried to say that if you keep your fan on overnight, this is roughly how much money you'll spend. Oh, yeah, but I can I imagine. Fe- I felt it was justified, the cost. I don't, I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> I've had a fan strapped to my face every night for the last Have week. Have you got one of those smart meters? Yeah, but we don't have it plugged in. Cause oh, right. Because you could take, like, sometimes <laughs> if you put the kettle on and you see it ticking yeah. and you're like, fuck, that's the last cup of tea I'm ever having in my life. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> do you remember that uh, meter hub that I had at my old house? No. What 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 house? Uh, the big bungalow. The one no. with the hot tub, that one. Yes. No. <laughs> right. It was this, I don't know the actual term for it, but it was like the electricity meter was like a dial, so it would, like, spin round. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Aye, we, ours isn't like that now, but that, you know, the ones oh, that was like, old school. Aye, it would spin round. Yeah. So uh, you'd look at, I mean, it was in a cupboard or whatever, but you'd look at it sometimes and you'd be like, all right, it's kind of going relatively slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had two bathrooms in that place and both of them were electric showers. So one day I was putting something in the cupboard or something like that. Yeah, and, see uh, it fucking flying when Terry was in the shower. Yeah. And all of a sudden this thing looks like it's on fucking ecstasy yeah. or something like that, right? It's spinning like mad. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So then I started paying more attention to it, and there was certain things that just made it go bonkers. Yeah. Like, the, like type the kettle, of, the kettle, the hot tub was bad oh, because I it was like a proper hot tub where, you, yeah. where you only filled it up every three months. So once an hour, it was on a timer, so it would spin for ten minutes every hour, Fuck. so that it would keep the water fresh, and you put chemicals in it. But every, so for ten minutes every hour, this thing would just be going like the clappers, and I'm like, can we get a screwdriver in there or something and just stop that fucking turning? Well, seemingly folk used to do that, yeah. put stick magnets to it and stuff yeah. like that. But there's ways they can tell. Mm. Um, but yeah, that thing gave me the fear, that yeah. absolute fear. Just, a <laughs> just watch thing. your pants get Terry's pulled in down. The showers for twenty minutes, and you're like, Terry, fucking get out of the shower. <laughs> you don't need to be that clean, fucker. Aye. Well, I see the day that uh, my rabbits, I was feeding my rabbits again. Right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you I named went, them? Hmm? Have you named them? No. no. And I went and bought some carrots for them, and I've like got a seat out front just to have a wee seat, and so customers can sit in as well. So I just like, chucked the bags of carrots down, went inside, and then all I heard was rustling. Yeah, and I, I came outside, fucking seagull had it in his beak and he was flying away. I had to chase after it, man. Cosmo's <laughs> waiting in the car for me and she was like laughing at he Because I was just like, you fucking little bastard. And I was like chasing the seagull, like an old woman, like with a handbag. I wonder if that carrot is something they'd go after, but I, I suppose know. they're such oh, scavengers. Uh, they go for I don't know if they yeah, thought it was, I mean, they just thought it was food, I suppose, mm-hmm. you know what I like. But it, from a distance, it maybe looked like Cheetos. Like a packet of crisps or something. Like a giant orange. crisp. Um, <laughs> but it was just funny. It was just funny. I was chasing this. You're single. gonna you're gonna literally get a, a rep in that car park for being the the guy that chases seagulls. <laughs> the guy that has the the rabbit guy. <laughs> I, the rabbit guy. <laughs> I had a bit of a car park incident this week. Not I've not told you about it either. I yesterday I was driving between different locations at my work and I needed some food so I stopped by KFC got something and usually what I would so do the is the diet is going well aye mm-hmm. so usually what I would do is just eat it in the car park but the mm-hmm. car park was really busy mm-hmm. and I hate that like pulling up next to somebody you know what I mean and then yeah, you start eating so yeah. or when someone pulls up next to you when there's other spaces that really winds me up so I thought <laughs> right there's loads of car parks nearby so I was like I'll just go when it's quiet and I can just sit and eat my lunch in peace it's too warm I want mm-hmm. the window down someone else would have the window down it's almost like you're trying to be pals so I drove to this quiet car park start eating my food and then this woman just pulls up in the space right next to me right there's almost nobody in the car park pulls up in the space right next to me it's like get the fuck what are you doing then so i've got my window down right obviously because it's boiling then gets out the car after a minute or two walks round to the just i'm parked and she parked to the right of me mm-hmm. gets out the car walks round and sits leaning against her passenger side. So she's like, I could have probably reached out the window and like high-fived her. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of looked up and she was like, hi. <laughs> and I went, 
<laughs> Hello? <laughs> and then I just looked forward again and I was like, this is so awkward. What is she doing? And I just sort of tried to keep eating. And after a minute or two, see, to be honest, it was maybe only like 30 seconds. It felt like a fucking mm-hmm. hour. She got back in her car and drove away. What the fuck? Honestly. That's kind of weird. Aye. Did she think you were somebody else? I don't know. No. I mean, she was right next to me. She, I, I was like, ah, is there some sort of... Wind up. Are you not meant to park there? Or like... She never said that. Parked. Why didn't she say that? She just pulled up. I was like, is there some sort of like weird hookup place or something <laughs> like that? And she was like, hello. And I was like, just eat my chicken. <laughs> All right, never mind. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was a weird situation. Strange. It me. I'm never going to need that car park again. Oh. Wait, what one was I'll tell it? After. I don't want to reveal my location. Oh, right, I'll tell okay. after. <laughs> um, secret eating places. Yeah, another thing. Uh, well, this is we live together, obviously, but there's, there's stuff. I just, <laughs> there's, there's sometimes stuff. Obviously, been my partner. Partner, uh, you know that yeah, we live together, right? Yeah, we're quite close. People <laughs> in the podcast. The people in the podcast might know. I'm, I'm looking at Jess just now, not Andy. Me and Andy are close, obviously, as well. But bad with stay here. You don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> but um Weirdo. yeah so I never I also never told you uh, at the weekend we were obviously looking through different Funko Pops oh big, big, big fan of Funko Pops oh, do, yeah. do you like a Funko Pop? I do actually everybody yeah. likes a Funko Pop uh-huh. right so I bought a few Funko Pops oh, four Funko Pops right how much that's <laughs> look money is just a number right that's not what I need I don't need money from you I need a shelf <laughs> which also costs money yeah right but I don't I don't care about the money I just want a shelf okay right so I need a shelf <laughs> at the moment I've got four but there's going to be more and your Lego yeah the limited ah, that won't fit in the shelf see I found out it was, it, this all stemmed from the Seinfeld Lego because mm-hmm. we're having a barbecue and we're all sitting out the back uh, at the fire pit on Saturday night and we were talking about one of my friends Lee he's got a lot of Baby Yoda memorabilia Right. And so we got talking about Funko Pops and I got talking about the Seinfeld Lego. And then I thought to myself, I wonder if they do a Seinfeld Funko Pop. Oh, they do. God, of course they do. They do. Not they only do that. Aye, not only that, they do Fraser Funko Pops. Oh, that's cool. It's and really who else cool. They got? they got Miles? Uh aye. Oh, they've got lo- oh aye, they've got loads. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up just now and I'm gonna show you. What's the dad called again, George? No, Marty Crane. Look, look, he's like as if I should that know. Absolute annoyance in his face right there. Yeah, it's the Marty Crane. That looks like coming living. It's amazing, isn't it? That's quite good. Really good. And the wee dog as well. Aye, Eddie. So I got him. I Eddie. got Eddie. <laughs> you know, he knows the dog's name. <laughs> I watch the show all the time. There's Fraser. That Fraser, that's quite cool. Uh, that's Fraser from like early on. Aye, though. early on, almost Cheers. You yeah. need to get Cheers ones as well, by the yeah. way. Uh, I got the Kramer one. Oh yeah. You, and how much are these? A ten of each. Oh, shit, mm. I've just gave away my thing. I got a discount code. <laughs> 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 uh, and then a Jerry one. So yeah. So this. New I, sh- I want to like these. I, I quite like these things. You I, can we'll do end it. up down a rabbit hole. I know. Because there's things like see for Seinfeld. There was like there's there's bits for iconic episodes. So in one of the episodes, he was forced to wear this white puffy shirt. And it's quite an iconic episode. Right. So there's a Funko Pop of him with the shirt. So mm. you get like two or three different ones. 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool, but um, I think they're quite smart because I've seen you probably wouldn't know because you're not really into music, but there's a band called Def Leppard, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like a British band. Um, but one the drummer has only got one arm, right? And the Funko Pops got like one arm. Yeah. I just thought like the yeah. detail was really yeah, cool. And not, I mean, they're obviously going to do that. They kind of have two arms and insult the guy. Ah, exactly. <laughs> but I just like remember seeing them, and I was like, "That's Def Leppard Funko Pop." Yeah. Is that oh, you can get random? Everything. They're true to detail. That's what's good about them. But they're yeah. also, as we kind of discussed over the weekend, like they're a collector's item mm-hmm. but like an impossible collector's item because yeah, yeah you so could have you could have a full set of Frasier or Seinfeld or whatever but you can't possibly have every Funko Pop there ever is because yeah. it's just now at the point where there's so so many yeah. thousands oh, I imagine tens of thousands yeah. now yeah there really is because honestly like I was saying you can get the full set of Cheers I mean at this point how obscure is Cheers yeah. I love oh. Cheers but that's obscure I love Cheers as well but yeah Aye, people probably don't know it. Uh, this other ge- generation, yes, but yeah, no anymore. So yeah, so I've got a, we've got a shelf through in the conservatory, and it's maybe got about ten of them on it. It's got different. It's got like a few UFC guys, a few TV show guys, a few wrestlers, but uh, I want the second shelf to be all sitcom guys, okay, and girls. A bit of Just, confusion, but yeah. So that's the first four for the sitcom. Okay, well, so, as long as it's the same shelf as the existing shelf, so that it matches. Well, that's the thing. Which means a trip to Ikea, and we know that everybody loves a trip to Ikea. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. Yes, but could it be slightly different? Oh, okay. Why? Because the one we've got just now has got a little lip that goes up at the front, and I'm worried if the lip's too high, then Eddie won't be able to see <laughs> properly, because <laughs> the dog in the Funko Pop is quite small. <laughs> Oh maybe we could get him a platform. Maybe. Or maybe Aye. you could keep him in the box. No, no. I, well, I, I don't... I, I totally get... <laughs> I see, like people, that idea. see people that keep them in the box, I totally get that because it maintains the... The, like, the integrity. The potential value of them. But what I do is I take them There's out of the box. There's not really any value in them. Or some of them, them there is. Like, yeah, I take them out of the box, display them, mm-hmm. so they still stay in good quality and then I keep the boxes separately. Right. Are you a, are you a box keeper in general? Not in general, no. No? No. Motherfucker, you um, Sometimes, I mean, it's weird though, like, when we got that PlayStation 5, like, the box was kicking about for quite a bit, and I'm like, it just doesn't seem like something you should that. throw out. I think no, I no, it's maybe in the loft, maybe, I, but I, I think I've flung it. I've seen a video of somebody opening a, a PlayStation 5 and they ripped the box, and I nearly oh, had no, a heart I mean, attack. Honestly, just watching it made me uneasy. And I was like, what? doing before, yeah that would up, that would upset me before yeah. christmas obviously like when when did they come out november. november yeah so there was people selling just the box on ebay oh, really? as like what? prank christmas gifts uh, you could <laughs> sell you, it, you could sell it for like 40 50 pound just, yeah. the box, just the box because insane. folk were wanting to play i uh, thought we were wanting to wind folk up wow i'm sure a lot of relationships ended that christmas <laughs> Oh, there was a cool trailer that came out, just when we were speaking of Seinfeld. There was a cool trailer come out, I think it was today. There's a games, I don't actually know if they've ever properly put a game out. It's a game studio and I can't even properly remember their name. I don't think I made a note of it. But they made a game in Dreams, you know the PlayStation exclusive Dreams where mm-hmm. you can make games? Game, yeah. Aye, so they made a game called Sinfeld Remastered 
and mm-hmm. it's a weird sort of I don't even know I've never properly played it it's, it's loosely affiliated to Seinfeld because they have animated like Jerry's apartment but at the same point I think you're, I think it's like a shooter or something like that I never actually played it okay. um, so they created this in Dreams and then out of this they're actually going to release it as a full game on PlayStation 5 so they've went a bit quiet and then today they dropped a trailer and I saw a couple of outlets saying, like, uh, is this actually real? Is it not? But to me, it looked as if it was real. And it's for PlayStation VR, and it's called The Last Video Store. And mm-hmm. what it is, it's like they've actually they've animated The Last Blockbuster. And so you can... It starts off when you're in a car going to Blockbuster. And then, from what I can see, it's hard to tell, it's just a small trailer, but you can walk about, like, Blockbuster in VR and select films and then you can watch them in virtual rooms so you can watch it in like a virtual cinema or a virtual room and each person's got an Fucking avatar man. so like you'd have your own avatar and you could all there could be like 20 of these in a cinema watching a film uh, on the That's big on weird. the big screen but like I wouldn't necessarily want to do the watching on the big screen thing because I don't want to keep the headset on for that long mm. but the whole getting to walk around like a blockbuster in VR <laughs> I'm all for that yeah. Got yeah, a lot of nostalgia for that shit. I used to rent games from Blockbuster a lot. I know. So if if it's real, if it is real, like I would definitely be up for walking mm-hmm. about a Blockbuster in VR. Another trailer that dropped, I think it was today, is the new Jackass. Oh, oh I saw yeah. that come out. I haven't yeah. seen the trailer, but Jackass Forever, I think it's called. That's yeah. out in about a month or so, yeah. isn't it? Because they've got a partnership with AEW wrestling. Lovely. I um the boy with the skateboard, he's in it. Darby Allen. I'm sure he, he, cool. he's in the film and they're going to be doing crossovers so I think that'll help AEW as well yeah mm. that's cool yeah, it'll be interesting to see how middle aged men they're all in an absolute with... more than middle aged they're all like 15 that now they're all in an absolute state they'll yeah. be lucky if they survive the filming mm. well they obviously have no it's done now <laughs> <laughs> I got a laugh earlier today out of a, a Rangers fan football fan I was stopping off at a garage and uh, to get some I think I was getting like a chocolate bar or something like that. You're not and getting your, uh, your coffee with your cream eggs? No, been, that. no, that's all part of the diet. Yeah, I'm off to that. The diet. I'm off that. That's, that's my past. Don't bring up my past. <laughs> so I'm standing there and this guy gets out of this car. His car is Rangers Blue. He's wearing trainers <laughs> that are Rangers Blue. He's got... Uh, he's wearing the, Ra- the Rangers away top he's got a mask that's blue with the Rangers logo on it and he struts out of the place so he's a Rangers fan right? well that's the thing he, he walks he just walked in and he strutted by and I was like alright mate did you watch the football and he was like he just looked at me and burst out laughing and I just walked straight past him <laughs> like totally broke him you he just I was like do you, do you watch football and he was like <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> buckled. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, did you did you see the thing just lastly in football the the PS five the PS four farm that police found? No, no, no. There was a it's like a news story from a couple of days ago. Police raided some. I could probably just tell you exactly what it was. Uh, it was a warehouse in. The Ukraine, 
Yeah, police raided a warehouse in Ukraine filled with 3,800 PlayStation 4 consoles. Hmm. It says originally they thought it was like a server farm set up to like buy and sell cryptocurrency, like to like uh. sort of like uh, manipulate the market. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that they were all set up to farm Ultimate Team coins and FIFA. Oh, here we go. <laughs> So I think they were all set up to play against each other or something like that. And so then they would gain coins and they would put them all together and then they would sell the coins. Mm-hmm. So that's like, my, like I say, 3,800 PlayStation 4s running 24 hours a day. And apparently it was making like a lot of money. Christ, imagine the, the meter on that spinning around. Aye, well, it wouldn't spin as fast as people are willing to spend on those coins. <laughs> Ridiculous. I know. It's gonna get worse and worse, isn't it? Gambling. Nah, this stuff. But apparently, you're, be, you're apparently unable to see what you're buying now. Like you can look in the packs before you buy them. I heard. Really? Which, that's what I heard. The rumor about that. That kind of takes all the. Well, a little bit, but I, I, I don't understand. Essentially, then you're just buying what you want to buy. That exactly. Makes sense I... to me. See, I, I quite see the ultimate team thing. Like, I quite like the idea of it in a way. What I don't like is that you can pay real world money. See, see if better quicker. Aye, like see yeah. if now obviously FIFA aren't going to do this and EA Sports aren't going to do this because like they're making an arm and a leg off it. But see if Ultimate Team was the only way to make coins was by playing the game and earning in-game coins and making money mm-hmm. through wins. Yeah, fine, that would be fine because I think it's quite cool. Like I don't know, like. I mean, we, we all took the piss out of me, rightfully so, for collecting stickers during Euro 2020, but there's something there's something fun and exciting about opening a pack and, oh, what ones am I getting? Who am I getting? And that's exactly what Ultimate Team's I'll like. shiny. Like, <laughs> see, every year if I buy FIFA, like, or if I, like, usually the last couple of years we've been sent review codes, but it's been, like, the Ultimate Edition, and so you get, like, X amount of free packs. Yeah. Even though I don't play Ultimate Team, I open the packs because there's something quite exciting about when you press the button and then it starts, like, you see the first player Sweet, walking yeah. up and you're like, oh, what did I get? <laughs> like, I quite like the idea of it. I just don't like the idea that fucking we Jimmy the YouTuber who has all the views and all the subscribers can just go and buy 3,000 packs mm-hmm. and he gets his wee minions to open them for him until he gets the best players. Mm. If you've got so much money as well, you can also... Fly yourself to space like Jeff Bezos did. That's right. I heard about that. Today he took off today. Mm. Hopefully, fucking. He thanked there. all the Amazon customers because they paid for this. <laughs> uh, Nothing like a billionaire thanking you for fucking funding his trip to space. I know. What's he doing up there? Just been a wank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Getting a tan. See, to be fair, if I had the money to go to space, I'd probably have a have a gander. I've been to space camp. They have, actually, aye. It's taken 29 episodes for that. <laughs> cool bit. <laughs> for you to out yourself is super cool. I went to Texas. That was cool. Aye, to be fair. I, I, I really enjoyed that, to be fair. So you didn't get to, it's a shame you didn't get to, like, the... You know those zero-G experiences you get? Oh, I'd love to go somewhere I know, somewhere like where you get to go in, like, a capsule and then you just yeah. float about. That or sounds you know, like amazing. The planes, the planes where they basically do a dive for, like, 30 seconds. Aye, so that it mimics it. Yeah. That's cool. We did the like simulators though. We had a shot on some of them. That's cool. Yeah. And that is cool. And I wore a spacesuit. So you were in zero G? No. You didn't do that? No. No. I was fifteen, totally. Oh right, right. <laughs> well, we'll put on zero G, but she might explode and we don't <laughs> we don't want the heat <laughs> that could bring with us. 
Okay, so let's move on to some new content on the website. What can our listeners slash website readers find? Not too much this week. The That Nacon Pro Compact Xbox controller review is up. Uh, you can check out what we thought of that. It's a cool controller. It takes a wee bit getting used to, just because it's a little bit smaller, but it's got some cool features on it, and it's, it's pretty good, so check that out. Where is it? You got it here? Did, did you expect me to have it in my hand? Oh, yes. it's, it's in the kit You're not prepared at all for this Are you, Your heart's not in this, is it? It's a fucking audio podcast What do you want me to do? Start pressing the buttons It's in the I apologise on Craig's behalf, guys You know what I mean? You just know Fucking I knew this would happen We'd get to about 30 episodes And we would lose the heart So I apologise on his behalf I'm going to have to go to space And find myself Mm-hmm I will introduce you to the controller after the episode, after we finish recording. Uh, Also, I've mentioned it for a couple of weeks now, but um, the Scarlet Nexus review is also going live tonight, so that will be up by the time you listen to this. So a bit of a delay, Uh, our reviewer Kay Pedersen was moving house, and so housey things come first. And I've also, I did put up a review of the Bouncer Simulator that you were taking the piss out of me for last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, out of the box, which is fun. And you should check out and then play, support the developer and all that. And that's pretty much it. There's probably going to be, I'm going to do a few, because I'm now off work for 13 days as of today. There will I be, knew that you would drop that in at some point. Oh, it's not the last mention of it, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will be more video content than normal because I have time, well, well, which is exciting. Time, uh, I've, not, not, I've not seen the list that you've know, prepared yet. You've not seen my list of chores. <laughs> An egg. Anik, <laughs> did you just say that? Anik, that'll go old school. That'll go right under the list of Scottish terms <laughs> from, from the other week. Oh, Anik, I do have one other thing actually. Uh, I th- I don't think we've ever spoke about this on air. I think it was off air. Wait, did you not see you had a present from me? Sorry, but on you go for this. <laughs> well, that's what I'm fucking. That's what I'm trying to get to. All oh, right, right. Sorry, I don't know if it's a present because I think you've got it already. I, mm. I can't. My memory is short from us wrestling as kids. A lot of bad it's blows. A, flashlight, a lot of blows to the head. It's not a flashlight. Uh, no. I'm a human flashlight toy for you. <laughs> no, what it is, I don't know. If, like I said, I don't know if we spoke about this on air or off air, but. When you were younger, you made some really funny videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have possession of those videos. Oh, do you? Yes. How? In the strangest of ways. I was Fuck. I was texting uh, back and forth with one of my friends, listener of the show, Kevin, yesterday, and he was just saying about how much he was enjoying the podcast, and he's like, ah, he says, ah, it's good to hear Andy as well. He said, like... Just that he doesn't really see like he's only I think he's only ever met you a couple of times, but it's like my mm-hmm. earliest memory of Andy was those those funny videos that he made. And I was like, Yeah, we're actually looking for them. Like we were talking about them about a month or two ago. And he was like, I've I've got them. <laughs> he he had them. And I was like, What? And he's like, Oh, I I don't delete anything. He's he's got like he's what? got like large, large hard drives and he just backs up everything so that he doesn't lose like family pictures, like stuff right. that we should really do, and then yeah. we end up losing the it's first the, all video proof of our first year of our child's life. Yeah. 
uh, because of a defunct hard drive. Oh, but uh, so he's got everything backed up like twice. And I was like, oh, if you've got them, you need to send me them. So he sent me them last night. Oh, I man. I've not had a chance to watch them yet, but uh, I do, oh, I do have them. So, <laughs> oh, dear. So we'll get a wee swatch at those. These are getting posted on the... Yeah, I don't know if it's all of them. I mean, it would be whatever I sent them, I suppose. But I probably did send them all of them. So yeah, they probably sent them the webcam dating agency videos. I think so. Like yeah. I, I, I haven't had a chance to check which that ones. Was the it ones is. that folk even out at nightclubs and that folk would look reenact. Yeah, this, what I was doing, look the scenes to me. That's right. <laughs> it's funny. And random folk just used to come up to you. Yeah, like, folk I, I didn't know, and they'd be like, so like one of them would be like called Bill. So like essentially the idea was. I was bored one day, so I just done all these videos, and one of the ideas was the webcam dating agency. So right. it's essentially like a dating agency, and you'd make a little video uh, advertising yourself. Which, to be fair to you, you were ahead of your time, because this was before website dating. Really? I know. Um, this would so, have been, what, in the 90s? Fuck, like, no, I've been 2000s, because it was still at school. Um, Mad, but early, early 2000s. But I just, I still remember some of them, so one of them's called Bill. And I remember having my dad's old Kangol hat and I put it on <laughs> front ways and I put on his glasses and I done something like, uh, Hello, my name is Bill and I love raw meat and milk. Come aboard the love train. Call me. Like something like that. And then folk would do that. They would just be like, I would turn around in the queue to uh, Fury Murray's and they would be like, Hello, my name is Bill. And I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? You <laughs> had just like random folk saying it to me. Oh, okay. oh, that's funny. Yeah, so I'm we'll, looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have a look at them. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Okay, our gaming movie this week was Warcraft: The Beginning released in 2016. Humans and orcs clash in this feature film ad adaptation of the popular fantasy video game series after realising that their home is becoming uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. That's the word. A race of orcs travel to the land of Azeroth. They, there they encounter the real... real, real oh, my oh my god. For Azeroth! <laughs> Um, yeah, they fight back against invaders and then, I don't know, there's a bit of a scrappage, maybe. Sounds like you gave up with the fucking writers, does I did. Good synopsis. <laughs> hey, what are we thinking of this one? Pretty shit. Pretty shit. I tell you, right, see ten minutes into this film, I didn't know if our friendship was going to survive this film. <laughs> Why since, since it was your choice no, no, but I thought it was going to be more action based than it was there was a lot of action and there was some but I didn't hate it I, the, really? the opening sort of 20 minutes I was really angry I was stopping myself <laughs> texting you uh, to hurl <laughs> abuse your way but I don't know I, by the end of it I was like ah, it's alright it's yeah. okay first thing I noticed was how Incredible the CGI was like the, mm. the orcs' eyes and things. Yeah. It was just so. It was the the, the vein muscle that yeah. I noticed. Yeah, it was so like those wee <laughs> tight wee tiny things were just moving in their heads, and it was just like really well done. This, yeah. is, this one over here with the vein muscle. Well, mm. like, the pregnant chick. I was like, oh, she's got some good guns. The pregnant <laughs> chick. Oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah, his, yeah, his wife was pregnant. That's right. But yeah, I don't like, I don't know. Like I was, I found myself. 
like I was I was doing some prep for this podcast while I was watching it, but I found myself like usually I take quite a bit of notes during the films, like the the, the films that we watch, mm-hmm. and I just don't have that much written down because I felt like there was like you say like you'd text me saying it's it was quite political and it yeah. was and because there was so quite a lot going on I felt myself like sort of focusing more on trying to understand all the where everyone was coming from in the film yeah. rather than actually writing stuff down and like it's interesting I mean it's got a high rating so I feel like to people who like Warcraft it probably mm-hmm. hit the right tone mm-hmm. which is not us no no Warcraft's such a weird game aye I don't understand it at all no, Zoe, Zoe used to play it like all the time I just did not understand it. So I remember, I remember listening to the show Terry getting into it for about six months, right. and then he had to cut himself off because he was like, "I'm, I'm getting too, too much." This. He was playing it all night because this mm. is the game that remember there was a couple of folk died because they forgot to eat and oh, sleep. That was this game. But you can go weeks without eating. But they did. Mm. They, they literally are like apparently. Sure it's not water. I'm sure there was one guy. It's a, couple, it's a couple of days without water. You can die, but you can go weeks without food. If you look it up, there was definitely at least one or two people that died because they forgot to basically sleep, eat, drink, whatever. Shit. Aye. Stupid. There was at least. The budget was uh, 160 million. Oh, wait. Man dies after 19 hour World of Warcraft session. Aye, but I think he'd been powering 19 hours for like weeks. Is it maybe just died and it's because like he just happened to be playing Warcraft? Died a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. That was Warcraft. Oh. You'd think they'd have fucking Oh, was he not dead? And he was there for a while. And then somebody went up and went, mate, you need to, you need to go. Oh no, here's another one. Um, this isn't the first death associated with the game. A UK gamer died in two thousand eleven from a blood clot that formed in his leg after sitting and playing his Xbox three sixty for up to twelve hours a day. Right. That's Wait a minute. That can't have been Warcraft, though. That's PC only, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> well, it just said the first day oh. associated with extended gaming sessions. Oh, so right, okay. like uh, the games are getting the blame here, but it's not really uh, much to do with them. No. <laughs> a blood clot that formed. A, a gaming blood clot. Yeah. <laughs> they would have only come out. Um, add eight hits with these, some of these stats. Oh, 160 million budget. Guesses for. Box office. 160 million is quite a lot. Yeah, you budget. can tell though, it had a lot of good CG. That shit yeah, it, was costs... a lot of, it was in post production for two years. That shit costs so... a lot. 250? Nowhere near it. Yeah, I was going to say less than 160. Well, it's obviously no. more than 250. It is 439 million. Oh. So it done pretty, pretty well. I wonder pretty why good. it's not had a sequel. Do you think it's maybe still in, in the cards? And it's just gonna it's an avatar situation where it's gonna know. take forty seven years. And I couldn't see anything regarding sequels, but I don't understand when they made a lot of money. So I, from a business standpoint, the it did its uh, job. It done its job. Makes a lot of money. Job. It's called the beginning. Yeah. So clearly it was intended and it's oh, blatantly no, left film, for a seat open for the a film's sequel. left for right. a sequel. It's left basically in a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have known that. I didn't, didn't right. quite make it. <laughs> but I say uh... I've I've got down um <laughs> Gee, this is bad. 
because you started laughing at me when I said, <laughs> I said this. See when the woman that you're talking about had the baby mm-hmm. and the baby came out and it was blue. <laughs> uh-huh. Obviously, there was like something wrong with it because then they started trying to make sure it was okay. But see it. <laughs> See it first when it came out and it was blue and they, they all looked shocked. I was like, oh, it's not his. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all getting wound up because the kid had come out a different colour and then that had sparked them to know that it wasn't his kid. Because <laughs> it, was, it was some blue guy's kid. Oh, I was like, oh no, she's oh, just been no, found out. She's, she's been away pumping. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then the big guy walked over and did whatever he did and he turned green. I was like, all right, never mind. Never mind. I was convinced that she'd been caught. Oh, good stuff. I was laughing about that for about 20 minutes. Um, I liked as well. See the the sort of... Was it Garona? The the, the, the one they sexed up. Yeah. Uh, see the wee wizard the half, guy half orc human one? Yeah, yeah yeah her um, I think it's when they first go out to like spy on the orcs or whatever yeah. uh, and she's sort of sit, I think she lies down or something like that or she's half lying down and mm-hmm. that wee wizard guy the sort of younger one and she's he, like, he wants to lay with me uh, he's got back the horn for her yeah. and uh, he's like you want to lay with me you would not survive. <laughs> yes, no, you wouldn't. You would not survive, wee man. And then she puts him right in his place and then she pumps the, the, the main star. She was Is not... She? They don't have sex. Did they not? No, no, no. They were close to it. I think they were just flopping off it. the film and it was kind of like leading that way. But So that you had a reason to, at the end, care Aye. that he felt betrayed. So there was a closeness between them and he'd let her in, obviously. Because at first he didn't trust her. Yeah. And then he's letting her in, getting her... She's breaking down the barriers and they're starting to trust her. And then at the end, technically, it seems as if she's broken that trust and stuck the dagger in the king. He's even we he's, know what didn't. actually happened. He's even cool with the fact that it's basically her fault his son dies as well. He, he forgives her for that pretty quick. Well, she, went, uh, she, well, she was the one that kind of like said, I we need to go and parlay with the, the folk. I think it was really her fault that her son died. It was more the, the wizard. He took it well, but... Uh, I think it was... I don't know. He was... He's a, he's in a show called Vikings, that guy. He looks familiar. Travis Fimmel, I think his name is. He's really good in that. Like he's, he's a no-bad actor, I don't think. Um, but I just think sometimes these kind of films, you, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Because the script's a bit shit. It's quite hammy. It was what I expected, like some, I don't know, very fantasy based. Which isn't really any of our things. Yeah, I knew it was going to be quite a kind of gripping story and lots going on, um, the CGI and everything I thought was really, really good. Um, I'm the one to fantasy. But it's just, it's not my cup of tea. No, I don't think it's any. It's not not any of our cup of tea, I don't think. But I can see the, I can see the goodness in it. Like I can see why people did rate it highly. We the king. What was he in again? Dominic, he was in Need for Speed. That's it. I <laughs> Dominic Cooper. I was the dick in Need for Speed. A we a, a gaming movie double header for him. Mm. It's weird oh, that right. some of these guys just seem to appear in multiple gaming films. Yeah, as if they went. Aye, as if they got a fucking. Right, so we did get um, a couple of things, and we got a 
a guy Andy wrote in just saying, what the fuck is even going on? <laughs> well, that was quite good. I, I can very much agree with that at certain times. I was, I think just having no background on anything to do with World of Warcraft, yeah. I was a wee bit kind of like Aye, because I never, lost. I'm sure there was probably uh, Easter eggs. Oh, must have been loads. Anything, obviously. Aye, must have been loads. And we also got a couple of notes from Squinny who said... I've never played any of these games, so this is all brand new to me. So he was right in the same boat as us. Then his second note is just loads of dots. <laughs> then uh, two hours later, what the fuck was that all about? <laughs> and then he's put one scotch pie. There's a theme here, no? No. So what you was giving it then? Oh, it's quite tricky. I'm going to go two. I'm going two. Yeah. I thought, I was honestly thought, oh, in the first 20 minutes, like, I'd have fucking cut one pie in half. <laughs> and ate half of it and flung the other half at you but um, as it went on like I can appreciate like you said Jess you think you said it well I can appreciate that it's something that would like I, I can imagine some people being like I really enjoyed that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's just not our type of film mm-hmm. yeah two two on that basis for me as well then. and one sleep emoji one we sleep I felt asleep at the end not bad not bad Yep, next week we are going to cover a film that's due out, I believe, this Friday. Ooh. And it's based on a little-known PlayStation VR game. It's called Werewolves, with- Werewolves Within. It's a action... No, sorry, it's a horror comedy okay. that's meant to be quite good. It's been out in America for a few weeks and it's meant to be pretty decent, so cover that while it's timely. What do you think the rating is on... IMDB for that. Werewolves Within? Yeah. I'm sure I checked it and it was like a 6.0. Let's see. Which is... Six. Aye. Not bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. We shall report back on our enjoyment next week. Yes, we shall. Indubitably. Okay, let's move on to the games that we have been playing this week. I'll go first as... I don't want to repeat myself again in saying that all I've played is Lonely Mountains Down. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> That's all I've played. Nothing Done. wrong with that. Done. <laughs> getting, you, getting in there early. Um, I haven't played that much this week. I played a real shitter of a game. It's a shitty platinum. It's called Bowling Story 2 Jane Edition. The... It's the sequel to the epic Bowling Story 1 Jane edition and it's the exact same game. It's it's not good. You press X once to stop the bowling ball moving up and down in the screen and then you press it again to set the trajectory and it's it's not even easy. It's just annoying. But I had it so I needed to get that platinum. But if there's a, if there's a Bowling Story 3 this week they can go and take a run and jump to themselves. Uh, I have also played a little bit of... It's a game I've talked about before, actually. Paw Patrol on a Roll. I was playing with my daughter. <laughs> and I just... Whenever we play it, I don't know, it, make, it keeps me going back to... Like, it's so overpriced. I mean, it's on sale just now for, like, £7. So, by all means, pick it up just now. But it's usually 35 quid, And it's, like, an hour long. And it's the most simple of simple plat- 2D platformers. Aye. £35. Aye. 
and it's a simple 2D side-scrolling platformer. Just That's because bullshit. the brand is great. So. Oh, it's a, it's a total nonsense, but like, see, money aside, like, it's one of the best games I've seen for teaching kids how to play games. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Like, it's it's single-handedly taught Erin how to play games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's from that point of view, it's really good, but the price is shocking. But, um, but yeah, if you can get it on sale or anything like that, then, and you've got a kid that's breaking into games, then... They're probably a Paw Patrol fan anyway. to play games? Because I just feel as if she's like oh, she's some made. shiny and she's Aye. like off. But that's the thing, it's one of the things that's actually kept her attention. Alright, cool. Um, but still not worth 35 quid. No, no way. And I have also played a little bit of a game. It's a wrestling game that's been out for probably about two years on PC, but it's coming out on consoles on the 10th of August. So I wanted to dip back in because it's been sort of... I think it's actually been early access on PC. It was initially a Chikara game. It was called Action... uh, Action Arcade Wrestling. But they had to drop the Chikara name from it because they were involved in that whole, like, fucking movement of people being touched up. And they basically... The whole company had to go. Like, there was a thing in British Wrestling where there was a lot of women came forward with mistreatment and... Uh, I believe that's where uh, Chikara ended up just cutting bait and they're they're not around anymore and so obviously the game had to drop that name as well. So it's now just Action Arcade Wrestling. or or, I've got that wrong. I Action Arcade Wrestling. Mm -hmm. I always get it the wrong way around. Uh, So I've played a wee bit of that. Like I said, I played it initially when it came out and it was kind of fun. It's it's better now. They've been adding stuff to it over the last sort of year and a half and so there's extra modes, there's... There's a, I don't think this was there before, but there's a really good creation suite in it now, so you can create, like, AEW or WWE arenas, and you can create pretty good, like, characters as well. So I haven't had time to do it yet, but I saw that someone had made the old Hasbro wrestling ring, and it looks like exactly like it. And then there was... Uh, people had made all the WWF wrestlers and stuff like that, and the graphics are quite cool. They're, like, cel-shaded. So that's one of the things I'm going to do a Let's Play video of in the next couple of days. Uh, so there'll be more on that coming. And the last game I played was... It was a game we talked about last week, Within the Blade, which we I thought was going to be a shitty platinum because it was published by that Retallica Games. Oh, but remember right. I'd said that, like, mm-hmm. going by reviews on Steam, it was actually a really good game. Well, it turns out, for once in their puff, they have not released a shitty Platinum. It's actually a difficult Platinum, (laughs) one that I most likely will not be able to obtain, but the game's really fun. It's a lot like the old uh, SNES Ninja Gaiden games, Uh, so it's quite difficult. There's like wall running, there's stealth in it as well, which is really cool. Um, there's a lot of like there's like a couple of objectives for each mission like be seen less than three times and ha- execute ten people so if you go up behind them and press attack it like just cuts their head off and it's it's a really cool game actually it's only like seven pound and I'm only I think maybe six levels in just now but really enjoying it and I'm going to be playing more of that but that's all all this week cool what about you Andy? I'm late to the party. I've been playing Resident Evil. Resident. Resident Evil Village. Nah, it's pretty decent. I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, it's cracking. Good game. Yeah, you've said you've been playing quite a lot of hours, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll let you know my playtime at the end. But Whereabouts are you just now? 
I'm at the bit where I've just I've collected all the flasks. You know, I mean the flasks. All right, yeah, yeah. I've put them into that altar, mm-hmm. and that, that was it. I saved after that because I felt as if that was about to be a boss fight, and I was like, right, I was getting quite late. It's bad, that I, it's bad that I completed that like a month and a half ago and I'm trying to think now remember. how close to the end that is. I mean, certainly, <laughs> you are a, a fair chunk. I think there's a wee bit to go. But, um, I mean, I've not... I've not... I'm assuming you fight that Heidenberg guy or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. So I've not fought him yet. Right. So I've still got him and then he, in his place, his factory, there seemed to be an, an enemy with like a... a fan on his back or something like that I don't yes. know what it was. right uh, I'm assuming he'll come back I've not seen him aye uh, and then you've got the Miranda woman as well so aye so I feel as if I've still probably got a wee good couple of hours yet yeah you probably got about three four more hours left right awesome Um yeah just uh, such a good game it yeah. really is you know, we were talking about it earlier and I was saying like I, I do think that like the the mansion's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Like nah, the, the setups. Yeah, cool. like I, from my personal taste, I think I probably like that bit the best. But like I know other people that were like, oh no, this bit was better and this bit. So yeah. I think it's just it's nice that how it almost feels like a couple of different games in one though. Yeah. Like they yeah. change it up quite a bit, aye. don't they? Aye, it's great. There's a lot of different enemy types as well, which is quite cool. Yeah. Uh, those fucking lichens are brutal, man. Yeah. Um, but then you've just got obviously the usual kind of like the druids, like the ones that are just quite like plodding. Yeah. But those lichens jump about the place like mental. And there's a couple of bits in the game where it's like you kind of get past, you need to kill them all, and they just keep on coming and coming and coming. And you're like, fucking hell, I've used all my ammo. It you does. I, mean? it, I think the game does a brilliant job of bringing you right to the edge of this isn't doable, this isn't doable, and you just squeak aye, by. Aye. There's been a few It's really impressively that. done, mm-hmm. I thought. But yeah, like I, I don't know if we spoke about we just spoke about this at the time. Just if you hadn't played it yet, but there was like an interview with the developer, and they had said that at one point there was a, the game was a lot more action focused, right. but then they'd scaled it back, hmm. and like I think it is quite action focused. So I'm glad hmm. they did scale it back because although I enjoy the action, I wouldn't have wanted it to be any more action heavy than it is. No, it's got a good balance. Yeah, but I know I'm really cool. Okay, time for shitty platinum. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. I wonder how many folk checked their phone to see if it was wrong. <laughs> Think, <laughs> thinking that something had went. There was a pregnant pause and a half. Uh, yeah, this week's shitty platinum is a game called Funny Truck. Funny Truck. Is it funny? It's f- funnily bad. <laughs> Made by Jacob. It may as well be. Uh, yeah, it's it's not good. It's it it looks unfinished. I mean, it's not as bad as Spectre Woods. Nothing is. <laughs> But it's it's not good. It's you're on a truck and whenever you Funnily enough. Yeah. Whenever you turn harshly, people start to fall out the back of it. And so it seems like, certainly to me, that the more people are falling out of the truck, the more points you get. Really? And so all you have to do is get to twenty five thousand points and then you get the platinum. 
These are almost like mobile games, aren't they? I don't know if this would get certified on a mobile. Jesus. I think PlayStation just gives zero But fucks. PlayStation fucking let it on. Aye. Because when you go to the... I mean, the map's small. Really small. It's like almost... It looks like a like a play like one like something that like soft play because it's just like mm. a small section and then there's a couple of like triangles on it where you can go up small ramps but yeah. you come to the edge of the map really quickly and it's just like an invisible wall. Uh, but all you have to do is just hold right and the thing just spins in a circle <laughs> and you can if you want you could literally just put an elastic band around your controller and go away and it takes six minutes or something <laughs> or you can have a modicum of fun and go up the ramps and stuff yourself but either way you're just getting to 25,000 points and getting a platinum a shitty platinum indeed yes not not the best but what is the best I teased this on Twitter but what is the best Spectre Woods yeah. 2 no 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 this is this is another present for you, Andy. Something you'll be very excited. I didn't tell you about this. This is how, this is how exciting what it is. <gasps> Jessica? Oh, you want me to share the... Yes. Video? Okay. Should you so wish to, you can now purchase your very own shitty platinum t-shirt. <laughs> I expect you to be wearing it when we record next week, Andy. What is... What, what is it to say shitty platinum on a t-shirt? <laughs> I mean... Sort of. It's a nicer design than that. Right. We've, been, we've been working it. It's actually been live for about a week and a half, but I was just waiting on the right on the time. Website? Uh, no, but we'll put it up on no. the website. No, it is. If you go to puredeadgaming.com forward slash shop, you can go ahead and purchase your t-shirt. Yes. It comes in grey, white or black. I'll be picking up a grey version. See, it's the same wee square that... Uh, looks like a trophy pop like the notification for getting a trophy so that can be the first of many t-shirts to come that's cool okay let's move on to some news as always we news like... news <laughs> always believe in the news we give to you always believe in it. yeah here comes the game news Sorry. And delays. <laughs> well, I was going to say, don't always believe the news because sometimes it's rumours that do not surface to or, be true. Or bitterly disappointed developers telling you that their game's fucked and it's not coming out mm. for the last six months. But we'll kick off with some new and exciting good news that last week Valve announced the Steam Deck, a new powerhouse mm. of a handheld that runs on SteamOS and will apparently be able to play the latest AAA games. Mm. One of the coolest features is that it is basically a portable PC and Valve will allow you to install different gaming storefronts and even alternate operating systems such as Windows. Yeah, it looks How really pretty. How good does this look? It looks pretty. I'm well excited by one of these. Yeah, except you're probably not going to get one because well, that's the thing. You spent all your money on fucking shelves and <laughs> Funko Pops. Hey, Fraser needs something behind them, and, uh-huh. and a Steam Deck could be it. It looks, it looks really cool. I'm a wee bit worried about the button placement, but it looks like a, it, it looks like a premium bit of kit, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks cool. It looks, really and the price is really good. What is the price? So it starts at three fifty. Well, that's pretty decent. Uh, considering they're saying it's going to play the latest AAA games yeah. at like decent, like at high spec, 
I mean, whether they managed to go through and that, I mean, that remains to be seen. But I, I was listening to an interview with some of the, uh, someone at Valve and they were saying, like, it pained us to put it out at this price point because they're losing their ass on it. Mm. But they, like, they want it in people's hands. But it sounds like they're doing all the right things. Like, I mean, they're leaving it basically open source so you can install Windows on it. So, I mean, right there, you can turn this into an emulate, an emulation device. Like you'll be able to, em- you could stick emulators. Not that I'm saying you should, because it's not entirely kosher. But you could stick a NES, SNES, N64, Dreamcast. Like you could have all these emulators on this as well, as well as playing the latest Steam games, the latest. Like you could install Xbox Game Pass on it mm-hmm. and play Xbox exclusives. Like yeah. it, it looks. I talked about the memory. How much? How much memory? The the model that's three hundred and fifty quid is. One, two, eight, and then there's a two, five, six Aye, yeah, it's, it's not a lot of memory, but it's got expandable <laughs> options. Right. So you can expand it with SD, uh, SSD cards. Mm-hmm. So you can do it that way. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is like a 512 gig version that's like an extra 100 quid or something. I think it's maybe like 500, but I would be tempted to go for the base model and just install games when you want to play them. Mm-hmm. Like even the base model, you'll get a few games on it. And like I say, the expandable storage won't be that expensive. So I'd be tempted to go that way with it. But um, yeah, I I should have been more on the ball. But when they announced it, I figured they were just like, oh, look, we're making this. Here you go. We'll see you fucking whenever. I knew it was coming out later in the year, but I thought they'd have a big announcement thing for when they were putting it up. But it was the very next day you could register your interest. Mm-hmm. So... I think even now, if you were to try and pre-order one, you're not getting it until probably 2023. Oh, so, oh, well. a long wait. So, and maybe, maybe we need to try and hit Valve up and see if we can get some preferential treatment. How do you think Nintendo are feeling? Because a lot of people are obviously likening it to the Switch mm. and it's this, you know, on well, version like a far better, yeah. superior... Well, it is really, it is really funny that everyone was looking for a Switch Pro, and and Nintendo were like, "Jokes, here's the same console again." Ha <laughs> ha! And then two weeks later, Valve are like, "Here's your fucking Switch Pro." You're not laughing now. It's it's a tough one. I mean, the thing is, it's way more powerful than the Switch, so it's a much better deal than the Switch, and also because it will run Steam you'll get, like, the Steam sales are legendary. Like, you get games so cheap on Steam. So you're going to be able to pick up stuff really cheap on it as well, which is cool. Whereas with Nintendo, they wouldn't know a sale if it fucking kicked them in the balls. So there's that as well. So I think they will be a bit concerned, but obviously Nintendo is still going to do well because of their exclusives. Like, this isn't going to have Mario unless you're emulating it. So... There's room for both, but it's an exciting thing. I think a lot of people are kind of playing it down, but this is going to be big. Definitely. What big. are some of our listener thoughts on it? Yep, we asked our viewers... Viewers? We asked our listeners, mm. I suppose viewers of the website, thoughts on Steam Deck. And the highest vote was 36% for interested but waiting. 29% said they were going to by day one, if you can get your hands on it, that is. 20% said they were on the fence, 11% said they were not interested, and 5% said the Steam what? Mm. 
So for the most part, what you're looking at, interested but waiting, or day one buy. So it does seem like this has really captured people. Like it look at folk people like handheld gaming, and this it's also got a thing where you can attach it to the TV. So I think you can sort of balloon it up onto the TV as well. So it, it seems like a really good option. See people wanting to get into PC gaming. This seems like a very viable way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But equally, PC gamers at the moment like. I don't know, because of the kind of set up that most people have, like it's not really something they can move about room to room. Like, you know, like you sometimes move a console without much effort, whereas if you're a PC gamer, you're pretty much in your spot. Yeah. This gives an option to kind of move. Definitely. I mean, I sort of the barometer for me was, I mean, your brother, Mm. John, like he's a massive PC gamer. And he messaged me the other night and he's really excited for it. Mm-hmm. So I take that as the PC fan base is very excited for it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean Tired to, there. Sorry, I didn't mean to yawn on air. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rude. Oops. Okay, next up, Netflix appears poised to enter the gaming space and Sony could be a surprise partner. Data miner Steve Moser has found references to video game references within the Netflix app source code, including a logo for a service called Endgame, as well as assets for a couple of unbranded Sense controllers and Ghost of Tsushima's artwork. Mm. I feel like kind of knew this was coming. It makes sense for Netflix, yeah. doesn't it? Like, no, I've never seen this coming at all. Well, like. Amazon have kind of entered the gaming space a wee bit, haven't they? So yeah, have they? A wee bit, they're talking about doing different stuff, but it just, like, it seems like, I don't think, I mean, it's not ready yet. See gaming moving to streaming, it's, the infrastructure's just not there yet, but... Japan... Britain, uh, Britain lags well behind uh, it, Japan it? just um, shattered the record for the fastest internet speed ever recorded. The latest test um, that they did was a whopping 319 terabytes per second. Shh, terabytes? What the Holy fuck? shit. Yeah. I bet that's just their fucking standard broadband, by the way. Ah, they just don't give a fuck, do they? <laughs> no, the fuck it. I mean, we are so lagging in that. It's unreal. I know. So fucking. I mean, going by that, do you know what I mean? If you say that, it's fine. Aye, fucking hell, man. That's amazing. <laughs> You'd be all right then. Just download a film like, like that. I know. Ah, you'd certainly be all right then. But see, to me, it, it makes sense. Like, PlayStation, I've got PlayStation now. You've got Xbox moving into that X Cloud because they want to be able to stream their games. You've got Stadia. So with all these things that are starting to come out, but they're not quite there yet, like obviously Netflix is going to at some point go. We're the biggest streaming service in the world. We'll be having a bit of that. Yeah. And given what's in the source code there, it sounds like PlayStation might be teaming up with them. Like maybe PlayStation Now is going to be the streaming part of, of Netflix. Right. That's like because with Netflix, there's only, there's only so many more customers they're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, so they do have to kind of branch out into new areas to yeah. be able to. Because I don't think they, when I heard that they, they they lose a lot of money. You know, because I mean? they put so much investment into all these other Aye. programs that, I don't think it makes as much money as you think they would actually make. You know what I mean? It's just, they're always on the back foot. You know, yeah. It, it certainly wasn't profitable for a while, I remember no. that. It's a bit like, see Amazon, uh, Amazon, a bit like YouTube, like they lose, I think it's billions on YouTube. Because right. anyone anyone can create an account and you can start uploading videos and they host that for you. It doesn't cost you a penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, it's like a lost leader for Google, but it, it helps them in other ways, like their market share and stuff like that. So it's 
probably a similar thing I mean, for they, they make all the money in advertising, don't yeah. they? Yeah, but it's just it's interesting. Like in the source code, they found like pictures of dual sense controllers and a picture of Ghost of Tsushima, and that makes me think that it might be like PlayStation now is lagging behind in the sort of streaming space. Mm-hmm. So partnering up with Netflix would be a way to to jumpstart that again. So you never know, but we'll see. Delays, ahoy! Rainbow Six Extraction has been delayed until January 2022. Riders Republic has also been given a short delay and will now hit storefronts on October 28th. And strangest of all, Resident Evil Reverse, which was meant to launch in July, has been shunted to 2022. Can I get a reverse? Sounds like, a, sounds like Craig David's new album That's or something, doesn't it? <laughs> Can I get a Resident Reavers? Nobody gives a fuck about that Resident Evil online thing. Why don't they just cancel it? Not There's not a single Probably person would care. Involved in it. <laughs> but think about it. Shut it down, guys. Craig said it's shit. <laughs> but think about it, right? Remember they released that online game with Resident Evil 3 and nobody touched it? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, shite. It's not a game that's set up for online no, play. No, so that was why. shite. And then they've been making this. Like, think about it, right? It was delayed from July. This is July. And they all they'd said was, ah, it'll be out this month. They hadn't gave a date. What, what is this? What date is this in July? 20th. The 20th of July. And it was like three days ago. They were like, I see uh, how we said it was coming out in the next 13 days. It's actually coming out in 2022. <laughs> that's a bit of a fucking yeah. departure, is it not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just bin it. Capcom. Bin it. Bin it. You heard them, guys. Save them some money. Craig has spoken. In fact, the only reason they can't is because they sold it as part of Resident Evil Village. So if they were to cancel it, you would probably have a few dickheads going, saying they never... Like, they could go to trading standards and say they never got the product they paid for. Oh, that's sick. That's probably the reason. Mike Mika, formerly of Digital Eclipse, revealed on Twitter that his team had pitched Happy Gilmore as a game. It was set to be a hybrid fighting and golf game, but it never came to be. Gutted. You know why? Because it sounds shit. <laughs> oh, come on. No. No, oh, I'd have been... I mean, don't... play that for 10 minutes and go, ah, that was funny. Bye. Look. No chance. It wasn't going to be good. But it's your home. Why don't you go to your home? <laughs> that was the best meme from the Euros of England, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> it's your home. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, I fucking love Happy Gilmore. I would. I don't oh, care. It's a it, it could honestly have been the next breakthrough game in arcade game, fucking published by Retallica Games, and I'd have it been in my game of the year. You know, in the the blockbuster on Air, not Air, Pressweek. Yes. Uh, I remember the guy told me that Happy Gilmore was the most rented video in the in the really? store. Oh, it yeah. doesn't surprise me by a lot because they have. Did like, he mention me by any chance? Because I was in there a lot. <laughs> fucking. They've yeah. got. They have like, uh, like the actual numbers for like because yeah. it's all computerized. How many time it goes out for rental? Mm-hmm. And he, he told me, and they told me the, the other ones, and it was like fucking well ahead, man. Well ahead. It's such a good film. I, uh, I remember when it first came out, it was funny as fuck. It's yeah. still, what, what am I talking about? It's still funny as fuck. Aye, you watch it is. and you laugh your head off. Aye. Oh, man. See, if that had come out, we could have been fucking reviewing that movie on the podcast. 
They've done us out of that. They stole that from us. Damn it. That's brilliant stuff. I love that film. Okay, so... There always seems to be a, a sale on somewhere, but this week's Xbox sale has started, and as always, there are some great deals to be had. However, these bargains are much better on the US store. A few top picks from us are Hitman 2 at $8.99, Batman <laughs> Return to Arkham $4.99 to $11.99. Oh, that's the British one, I see what happened. Yeah. $11.99 UK. Sims for $5.99 or £5.24 in pounds. PlayStation has a new sale starting on the 21st, which will be live on the day this podcast releases, but as yet, the lineup has not been announced. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I saw that the sale was on, so I just had a quick kind of skim through it to see what was some good deals for the listeners. But I thought it was really interesting the differences between. I mean, you do usually get a better deal in the American store than the UK store. But that Batman Return to Arkham, £12 or $5. $5 is like £3. So even though it's on sale in both stores, it's four times the price on the UK store. That's ridiculous. Do you want to take that with someone? Aye. Big Phil. And send an email. Aye. Big at Xbox P1. We're getting a tweet. My name is Craig. I have a website and a successful podcast. <laughs> I've now branched into merchandise. Uh, here's a link for that. Anyway, what I'm, what I'm actually to... <laughs> I mean, fella tight. Right? Yeah. Well, He's well, a fucking well. better friend than you after selecting that Warcraft film. Comp my t-shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Big Phil's loaded. Ubisoft's new Tom Clancy project is a first-person six-on-six free-to-play arena shooter named X-Defined. And yes, the XD combination is meant to look like a laughing emoji. Customisable character classes can be equipped with different abilities and weapons. Ubisoft also says that the gunplay has always been a top priority throughout development, so that's something, I guess. What was the thing about the emoji, sorry? I don't get that. The if you put an a, a capital X and then a D, it's uh-huh. supposed to look like a big smiling emoji. Apparently, if you're trying it sideways, uh, that's what people put for a smiley emoji. Sometimes instead of putting a smiley emoji, all right. Apparently, I don't know why you wouldn't just put a smiling emoji. Yeah. They've got color. They're they're so good. Mm-hmm. Love an emoji. Okay. They've made a film about emojis. True fact. Could that be considered a game and movie? What? Well, no, no, I don't think so. Tech based. That is tech based. What film? The emoji film. Oh, yeah, no. Do you know what's <laughs> Do you know what's really depressing? What? This conversation's been better than X D Defiant will be. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's Let's sake. Move on. Ubisoft. Like all we're wanting is a new Splinter Cell, and you're off here making this six on six free to play bullshit. I don't. Nobody wants yeah. it. We want Fuck Sam off. Fisher back. I know. I swear and to God. And we want Michael Ironside to do the voice. <laughs> see, Nobody else. See, as soon as the words come out of my mouth, I was just like, oh, why have I said it? Because he's going to be a fucking... I bet Sam Fisher's a character you can go in this game or something. I'm just... Fuck off. Just <laughs> give us a fucking Splinter Cell stealth game. Yeah. Now. You've already went and ruined Assassin's Creed. Geez it. 
Okay, HBO's television adaptation of The Last of Us is not just some cheap tie-in. Apparently, it could be the largest project shooting in Canada right now. Damien Petty, who's in charge of the group responsible for attracting Hollywood crews to Alberta, was speaking with Forbes and said that while he obviously can't disclose specifics, quote, this project well exceeds the eight-figure per episode mark. Mm. Well, it's unclear whether he's referring to Canadian or US dollars, it would still put the project in the reach of Game of Thrones, which clocked in around 15 million US dollars per episode for its final season. Quote, The Last of Us, which commences photography this week, is indeed a monster. It has five art directors and employs an army of hundreds of technicians. It has had six months of prep and shoots for 12 months. It's good to hear that this is going to be a fucking hell of a project. They're putting effort yeah. in. Aye. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, if it's got a similar budget to Game of Thrones. Mm. Like, don't be wrong, I didn't think they were going to half arse it, but there no. was a sort of worry that it would be a bit low tech. Do you know what I mean? I think even non-gaming fans, like, could watch this and be yeah. captivated by it yeah. and be, you know... I think it's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it could be really big. Because, I mean, we obviously we've all played through The Last of Us and it's a really good story. Yeah. It's so, a story. Yeah. Aye. So unless they somehow fuck it up, which I don't think they're going to because Neil Druckmann is involved in it. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. He's been quite bi- quite heavily involved from what I hear. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be big. Yeah. Like, it's well, opened up to a wider audience. With the success of, like, The Walking Dead, which I suppose is kind of a comparison, like, again, people who were into that will probably be like, oh, another sort of oh, zombie film. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could argue people have been saying about like zombie fatigue for a while, yeah. but I think there's enough different about this. Like, mm. I mean, you always like you wouldn't want to be in Druckmann's presence and call it a a zombie a zombie game because he doesn't like that no. one bit. Or clickers. Mm. Apparently, it's very different, very different. But to be fair, it is a cool. It was a cool take on it because they were different mm. to an extent. And, like, I can understand why it's going to cost a lot, because if you look at it, like, see the enemies in The Last of Us, that's going to take some fucking makeup. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah. the <laughs> and some CGI, that's going to take a bit of doing. That's it's cool. exciting, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, Chinese megacorp Tencent has tabled a $1.27 billion bid for British developer Sumo Digital, which has been accepted. It means, assuming that there are no unforeseen complications, the Sackboy, a big adventure maker, will become a subsidiary of the WeChat app owner. This continues a trend of the conglomerate moves in the video games industry, previously buying up Riot Games while purchasing stakes in Epic Games and many others. The Sumo Group, which comprises a number of different studios, both in the UK and abroad, will retain its current leadership beyond the proposed buyout, with Carl Cavers set to stay on as a boss. Quote, the opportunity to work with Tencent is one we just couldn't miss, he said, before jumping into a Scrooge McDuck pile of money. <laughs> yeah, I love how, like, I mean, Tencent are crooked as fuck. Like, it's, this is just the Chinese trying to get their hand in as many American yeah. and British companies as possible. It's completely dodgy and should be monitored heavily. Yes. And the fact that it's not been monitored heavily is worrying for the future. But... When you have like a CEO coming out and going, yes, it's just we just felt it was the right move for us. 
Did Jimmy? Aye. <laughs> 1.27 billion when you're not worth a fucking quarter of that. Jesus Christ. The cheek to act like uh, that this was the moral choice. And he's like, I'm just going to go and buy another yacht. See you later, fuckers. Well, when my neighbor bought a yacht, it was a, one of 63 Lamborghini yachts that's just been made. To be fair, he needs as many things to get about and it's possible he's fucking gammy leg, doesn't he? No, 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 no. And the motherfucking deal, double G, you know the fuck? You see him in his wee uh, mobility mobile? No, no. He his leg up. Always looks all casted up. And he's like, it's the motherfucking deal, double G. And he's like, his leg up and doing the wee mobility car. It's quite funny. Oh, dear. Okay, finally, a playable demo for the upcoming PSVR shooter Fract is now live. The Fract demo is said to contain over 30 minutes of gameplay which lets you go hands-on with the game's ski-based locomotion method alongside its no-rails movement system which lets you traverse the game on foot by climbing obstacles and physically grabbing cover to hide behind. A release date of August 20th has also been set, so not long. Yeah, I didn't realise this was as close. It looks really cool. It's like, it, it sells, the graphics are like cell shaded, so it doesn't necessarily look realistic, but it's a kind of like blood and truth style action game where you can, but this one's actually got some free movement and like you can grab onto the, like, you can grab onto like a desk and pull yourself under and it looks really cool. It's got a lot of hype behind it. So, and it's interesting. It's, I, I like the fact they're putting out a demo ahead of time. It shows confidence that they're, they're thinking people are going to enjoy it. Yeah, I, it I, think, I, I do think it's an exclusive, though, to PSVR, so I think I'm going to have to go and set up the headset, which is a ball ache. Mm-hmm. If it was coming to the Oculus, we could just literally sit the thing in our head and play it, but I'm pretty sure it's an exclusive. You know what else you can sit in your head and then just play with? What? Fleshlight. Right. <laughs> just sit Look, I've, to told, I've told you, I'll try and get the sponsorship, Right. I'm sure they'll be interested. You can get it for the shop, and then you can have you can have the logo Aye. inside it. Yeah, <laughs> we can get look. There's loads of things you can do. You can get most yeah. of your willies made, right? And then people buy them. Ooh. A shitty flashlight. Right. You could fuck over so many more people, Andy. <laughs> can I move this on, please? Okay. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Okay. So pick of the week time. What is new out this week that we are recommending? Uh, This week's pick of the week is Last Stop. I'll read from the synopsis. Last Stop is an upcoming supernatural adventure video game developed by Variable State and published by Annapurna Interactive. That doesn't tell you much. (laughs) (laughs) It's well prepared, folks. It does, to be fair, look really fucking cool. Um, This is the pick of the week, guys. Aye. Pick of the week. Last Stop is a single-player, third-person adventure set in present-day London where you play as three separate characters whose worlds collide in the midst of a supernatural crisis. I don't know too much about the game, but from the trailer, it looks really cool. It looks like it's very story-focused and it looks like it's got an interesting story. Annapurna Interactive have been picking up like a lot of these weird games like it's them that's publishing 12 minutes as well and they've been picking up loads of these kind of story games that just are just different 
and interesting. It's got a really cool art style. It's also coming to Xbox Game Pass day one. So if you have an Xbox, then it's coming as part of your subscription. It is also coming to PlayStation and, I believe, the Switch. So you will be able to pick it up later this week. It drops on Thursday, the day this podcast comes out, and I think it's £20. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Okay, thank you. So just to wrap up, as always, some questions and feedback. Hit me with them, Craig. Yep, feedback this week. James wrote in and asked, if you could only play one game that comes out this August, what would it be? Now, we spoke before, this August is particularly stacked with new releases. Uh, Yep, I made a note of a few of the games coming out, just in case anyone needed their memory jogged. Yeah, go give us a wee jog. Hades, 12 minutes, Ghost of... Tsushima Director's Cut, which has got the Ghost of Icky Island DLC. There's that uh, PSVR game we just spoke about, Fract, Psychonauts 2, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, The Falconer, mm. Lawnmower Simulator. Oh, <laughs> but you've hung up your lawnmower in days, Craig. We've got fake grass now. I know. So <laughs> you I, can maybe simulate it. So I need, you're missing it so much. I, I need an outlet. <laughs> I need a way to continue to mow grass. What could that possibly consist of? There's been a beater for it. You cut grass. Well, like, Jesus. walking back and forward. Aye, pretty much. Is it supposed to be, like, relaxing? I presume so. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm really going sk- to this out uh, It's coming to Game Pass, I remember think. there's skill to you know, how, like, groundsmen in football well, fields. Well, how they can get... Because I've never... Oh, there is, there is the stuff lines. like that. Like, yeah. it's properly... It is properly, like... It's meant to be all right. <laughs> it's meant to be all right, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're thinking about it over Kenaba, aren't you? And you can upgrade the different lawnmowers. There's obviously you can upgrade. The I think you parts. do have. I think you do have to do like the business side of it, the where you get con- where you get contracts and stuff. <laughs> the business side of lawnmower. Yeah. Holy fuck! Are you are you trying to diminish people that cut grass for a living? Not at all. Not at all. That fucking sounds like what you're doing. He's trying to diminish you. Uh, the people that make the fucking game and come up with it. fucking Jacob here again with his fucking pish ideas. Anybody get an idea for a game? We are struggling ever since that fucking chicken game. <laughs> We're really not doing well, folks. We're only getting 79p a game, and that chicken game did not do well, Jacob. What you got for us? Right, boss. Picture it. Lawnmowers. Do you know Jacob, what, I mean? what do you mean, lawnmowers, Jacob? Right, right. Upgradable. Petrol. Electric. You know what I mean? Just every kind of lawnmower you've got and we can try and do like football pitches and we can do all the wee designs and all that kind of stuff, boys. What, what, what do you think? P45. <laughs> <laughs> See, to be fair, it's no dafter than some of the other simulator games because there's been a hell of a lot of them. I was actually watching a video the other day and it was talking about the... It was, I think it was that iBad Driver guy and he was talking about the game that had the most amount of trophies and it's a game called Train Sim World 2, right? So it's like Train Simulator, which it's actually quite popular. Personally, I don't get it. I can understand that maybe it's relaxing. Like mm-hmm. I've seen, There's people that are into trains so, and train going, sports. what I? Yeah. So I didn't realise this, but there's been so much DLC for it like, so one of the DLC packs... You yawning again? Oh. <laughs> that was a silent one. <laughs> see, all the, see all the train simulator aficionados? They're going to be fucking fuming with you, by the way. <laughs> Raging. 
<laughs> yeah, so there's so many DLCs for it. I saw when he was scrolling through it, I saw there was one that added Glasgow Central and stuff like that. And I think, to be fair, they have like made the whole train station, mm-hmm. which would be kind of cool to see for two minutes. But so each one of these DLCs cost thirty pound. And it was so. It, what they said was, so the game's like thirty quid, but then obviously they hit you with this DLC. So he was looking at it. And he's like, right. So there's three hundred and eighteen trophies. So it's the most amount of trophies in any game on PlayStation. But to, to, if you were to get all of that, it costs over a thousand pound. When you add up all the DLC, it's over a thousand pound. Ouch. Because obviously his his video was a little bit clickbait. It was like, oh, here's the game with the most trophies, and I'm like. Oh, I'll bite, I'll Because I thought for sure it was going to be Sims 4 because they are, they bring out DLCs all the time and to get all the DLCs for Sims 4 it's over a £1,000. But they obviously don't have as many trophies attached as, as Train Sim World 2. But anyway, I lawnmowers. So it might... It, it, might, it might be all right. We'll, right, well, we'll try it out. It's not going to be my pick for August. Is it not? It's going to be kind of British spirits. I'm okay, excited no. about that. We'll be Andy. 12 minutes. It's a hard one. This is a fucking good August, by the way. I really... It's such a cop I'm going to go 12 minutes as well. I would say Ghost of Tsushima just because I fucking love it so much, but it is technically a DLC. So I'll go 12 minutes, but every one of those games I mentioned, Lawnmower Simulator included, I'm very excited about. It's a big August ahead. I'm going to need some more time off. Mm. And to round us out, our last question of the week is Kerry, and she has wrote in and said, with so many games getting delayed, what else can you see getting pushed to next year? I would say what else is not going to get pushed to next year. You yeah. could probably make a list FIFA? of what... <laughs> you can guarantee FIFA's coming FIFA out. FIFA will come out. FIFA will come out. Yeah. But that's the thing. See, if you were to make a list of all the big games coming out, you could probably split that list in half and half of them are going to get delayed. You can make a case for most of them games have been delayed. I definitely, I think that, I think Horizon's getting delayed. Oh, I don't well, want, I don't want it to, but I think it will. Yeah. You might be right. And I, th- I think, I still think there's a chance that Halo does. Yeah. That's it's probably going to come out this year, but it was weird they never gave a date in that mm-hmm. Xbox event and they Definitely. still haven't said anything. Like, I mean, if it's coming out this year, it's coming out in the next, what, four months? Yeah, yeah you think they would have the hype going down with nah. the date? I, I still, I would give it more than a 50-50 chance of coming out this year just because I think they would find it very difficult to delay it again, mm-hmm. given they delayed it a bloody year. But at the end of the day if you have to delay it you have to delay it yeah there's no point in delaying it like, for a year and then if you're still not ready releasing it anyway Aye. you've already delayed it a year what's another couple of months to exactly. just make it be everything it can be Aye. I think that's the thing as well like if they're delaying it by like two months or something like that but it inevitably falls into 2022 like it seems like oh they've delayed it for into next year but actually it's only two months or something do you know yeah. what I mean like it yeah. it seems it's not more, as bad the uh, headlines sound worse uh-huh. yeah delayed into next year mm-hmm. and you're, you're thinking oh Christmas next year yeah. but really it's the beginning yeah yeah which is pretty much what happened before because when it was supposed to come out at launch and then they said oh, we're delaying it until next year. And everyone was like, oh. But everyone thought, oh, it'll be February, March. They didn't think it was going to be... I mean, they thought it would have been out for months, but now not. We still don't have a date for it. I also think that the next-gen version of Cyberpunk will get pushed. I don't think that's coming out. 
but there's going to be loads. I, I saw a rumour that obviously we're recording on a Tuesday, so people will know, presumably, by the time this podcast goes live, but the Konami uh, event for Pez is tomorrow, the day before this podcast comes out, and the latest rumour is that the last the PS4 Xbox One version will be free to play and will come out round about September and that the next gen version might not come out until the end of the year, which would be really strange for a football game. Because mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. Pe- uh, FIFA's October 1st, so the, the talk was this could be coming out in like December or something, which be, sounds to me like they're cramming and struggling to get this out, which doesn't bode well. But uh, that could be total rumour. I mean, it is total rumour just now. It could be total bullshit, I should say. But yep, that's our feedback for this week. And that wraps up our episode. Unless anyone has anything else they wish to input. Let me see. Um, no. I'm sure I've got another poll for that. <laughs> Do you? I thought I had two polls. Ah, yes, yeah, sorry I did. Uh, as well as the Pez announcement tomorrow, on Thursday the day this podcast launches is EA Play Live 2021, which is going to be the equivalent of EA's E3 presentation. We should get a lot of cool announcements from there. And with that in mind, I asked the readers slash listeners, with a new or remastered Dead Space almost certain to be EA Play this week, do you think we will get it this year? 78% said yes and 22% said no. But they're both wrong because it'll be announced for this year and it'll get delayed as per our last question. (laughs) Okay, that's us then for this week. Thank you once again for listening. We always appreciate your support. If you want to support even more and broadcast your love for our podcast, then go and buy yourself a t-shirt. Goodbye, folks. (laughs) Bye-bye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.